This is VOA News. I'm Alexis Strope. The U.S. State Department said Tuesday that the United States does not want to see tensions rise further between Israel and Hezbollah, adding that Israel had assured Washington it wants a diplomatic solution. Here's VOA's Rick Pantaleo with more. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller said Israelis in the north faced a real security threat and Washington was pursuing a diplomatic path to resolve the issue. So we do not want to see either side escalate the conflict in the north. And in fact, we are going to continue to pursue a diplomatic resolution of that conflict. And while we saw the defense minister's comments, we have also taken note that repeatedly the defense minister and other officials of the government of Israel have said that they would prefer the situation to be resolved diplomatically. Miller's comments came after Hezbollah said it had launched a volley of rockets at an Israeli aerial surveillance base on Tuesday in response to the Israeli military's deepest attack yet into Lebanese territory. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. Yellen is urging world leaders to unlock frozen Russian central bank assets and send them to Ukraine. AP's Lisa Dwyer reports. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is offering her strongest public support yet for the idea of liquidating roughly $300 billion in frozen Russian central bank assets and using them for Ukraine's long-term reconstruction. The U.S. and its allies froze Russian foreign holdings in retaliation for Moscow's invasion of Ukraine two years ago. The assets have been sitting untapped as the war grinds on, while officials from multiple countries have debated the legality of sending the money to Ukraine. More than two-thirds of Russia's immobilized central bank funds are located in the European Union. I'm Lisa Dwyer. You'll find expanded coverage of world news and events at our website, voanews.com, 24 hours a day. This is VOA News. The South Korean and U.S. militaries will begin large-scale annual military drills next week in response to North Korea's evolving nuclear threats. VOA's Tommy McNeil reports. Freedom Shield is a command post training exercise involving computer simulations, and it will coincide with separate field exercises held jointly by the two militaries. They jointly announced Wednesday the drills will start Monday and take place through March 14th. South Korea's military says the drills are designed to bolster their joint capabilities to prevent North Korea from using its nuclear weapons. North Korea has been angered by the drills in previous years because it considers them an invasion rehearsal. Tommy McNeil, VOA News. A national dialogue panel in Senegal proposed holding elections in early June, the first proposed new date offered since the president attempted to push elections back to the end of the year. President Macky Sall, who faces term limits at the end of his second terms, said in early February he was postponing an election for 10 months, just weeks before it was set to take place on February 25th. But Senegal's highest election authority, the Constitutional Council, rejected the move and ordered the government to set a new election date as soon as possible. The delay of the vote has sparked deadly protests across the country. A global price, global rice, as global rice prices soar, a one cheap stable ingredient is becoming increasingly unaffordable for many people in Indonesia, Reuters' Julian Satterwaite reports. Costs for the grain have jumped close to 16-year highs after India, the world's top supplier, restricted exports last year amid tight supplies. The El Nino weather phenomenon has also reduced rainfall across much of Asia, hitting output of cereals. That has sparked inflation for many foodstuffs, with rice up 16% over the past year. Indonesia's government has stepped in to help shoppers. At this state-subsidized market, rice sells for around a quarter less than normal, 
An official says that's a response to local demands, with people saying rice is increasingly expensive and hard to find. Julian Satterwaite from Reuters. Widespread strikes in Greece have halted trains and ferries in protests timed to coincide with the anniversary of a deadly rail crash a year ago. Greece's deadliest rail disaster killed 57 people when a passenger train slammed into an oncoming cargo train. The tragedy shocked the country, with many of the victims being university students. Public transport services in Athens were disrupted by Wednesday's strike as unions pressed demands to further dismantle wage controls imposed during the 2010 to 2018 financial crisis. Relatives of the rail disaster victims gathered Wednesday at the scene of the crash for a memorial service as church bells across the country were rung 57 times to honor the dead. I'm Alexis Strope, VOA News.